Richard Tickler here. We interrupt this broadcast with a breaking news story from the real CNN, the Cojones News Network. We take you now live in studio to the ball pit. We'll be hearing from our anchor, Landy Left Nut Law. Take it away, Left Nut. Hey guys, I just wanted to make a brief announcement. Um, If you've listened to the podcast up to this point, then first and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, Second of all, then you would know better than anybody that we have been pretty inconsistent with everything. Um, We've been doing this for two years now. I moved a month into doing this, uh, two months into doing this, whatever, and um, it's very difficult to do this over Zoom. Per has a family. We both have, you know, businesses and side hustles and all sorts of shit going on. And this is something that we really enjoy doing. That being said, sometimes we're really on top of our shit and we're dropping episodes back to back to back, like five in a row. But one thing you'll notice is that, like, we might be dropping those in, say, like December or January, but they're from August or July. Uh, we don't like doing it like that. It's just per and I, um, doing them over zoom is not ideal. I also haven't had a lot of time to edit and do the distribution. That being said, the announcement is I'm moving back to Texas and we're taking the podcast to the next fucking level, bitch. We're not going to slow down. We're going to fucking speed up and break right through every wall with our big old fucking balls. That's what we're doing. Back. By popular demand, the boys are getting back together in person, taking the world by the balls, taking Texas by the balls, taking the country by the fucking balls, and we're going to do what we do already, back in person, where the fucking mojo is flowing and everybody's coming on each other, right away, that's what we're doing, we're not going to slow down, we're adding video, we're going fucking crazy with it, we're going to be doing episodes so frequently, you're going to be fucking sick of us. It's going to be weekly or bi-weekly, whatever the fuck we decide. We haven't decided yet, so shut the fuck up and quit bitching about it. But it's coming, and I promise you, when it comes, it's going to come all over your fucking face and get right into your brain, through your ears, through your nose, through your eyes. It's fucking coming, motherfuckers. Just wait on that. You can bet on that. We're going to come harder than we ever came. We're going to be consistent. You're going to be able to rely on us fuck-ups for the first time in your life, the first time in our lives. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be in this motherfucker harder than anything you can ever imagine. Harder than my dick when my girlfriend farts on my morning wood. We're going fucking nuts. That's it. We're not slowing down. We're not stopping. We're not going anywhere. We're two years in this bitch, DP in her left and fucking right. And we're about to add so many more fucking balls and cocks and whatever the fuck you want to hear to this motherfucker. That's it. By the balls, baby. Don't you fucking forget it. Balls out. Uh, how do I get this fucking Zoom call back up here? All right. What the fuck is going on? Back in the lab with the motherfucking ball pit, bitch. You know what it is? Oh, yeah.
Landon's fucking brains on drugs. I got the womp womps. It's like this is your this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> My brain always looks like the second one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the fried egg. This is the, that's where they break the egg and crack it. <laughs> How you feeling? Is your is your yolk runny? Got a runny yolk. Look like yeah. My brain is scrambled. Yeah, the problem with these is that um, you just want more and more and more of them. That's why they call them hippie crack. Dude, I hate that shit so fucking much. You don't like these? No, dude. I fucking I took a whip it one time whenever I was uh, on acid, and I swear to God, I could see my brain cells die. I could feel them. I could feel them just like popping and going pop, 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 like going away. I was like, I was like, ah. I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> and ever since then, like I've tried it a couple of times, like like not on acid, you know what I mean? And even still, I can feel it. I can feel it in my brain, like that same fucking feeling. And I just I do not like it. It's weird. I did 48 of them. Well, I guess 47 since there's only one left. I did 47 of them uh, the other night. And uh, I had a conversation with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, I... God, <laughs> I thought people were in my apartment, though. It was bad. 40, 47 whippets in one night is too and fucking 47 heavy. whippets in, like, the course of, like, an hour and a half. That's fucking retarded, bro. That is fucking retarded. I haven't fully <laughs> recovered from that yet. I don't doubt that. You won't ever, I don't think. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's, that's you like won't guys, ever. Like, you, know, you ever met the dudes that, like, Huffed a lot, a lot, a lot of gasoline. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't have a normal conversation with those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too far. Oh man, I probably should not do those anymore. I, uh, you know, not definitely not like 47 in an hour and a half consecutively. I would not, definitely not make that a habit. Yeah, I have not been normal. I should have bought one box. My mistake was buying two boxes. <laughs> the mistake was buying the cracker you know what I mean I was because on a hunt <laughs> I went to four different liquor stores looking for one <laughs> this is like a Sunday night this is two days ago oh my god but what, what but, do you sell those for that's for like whipped cream right yeah turn your brain <laughs> into whipped cream <laughs> uh, uh, well yeah so that's a big thing out here man people get the nas t- i went to a fucking party i went to a show and like people do the nas tanks and you sell them at parties and shows out here it's like a mexican la thing and uh you're like hey back up fool it's fucking one for three or two for five and you get the big Jesus ass balloons Christ. And uh, I spent $60 on balloons like three weeks ago at a show. Oh, fucking God, bro. You have a problem. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do them between then and yesterday. Well, yeah, Bowie. You, you went on a freaking like search for the freaking uh, the cracker. You know what I mean? Like Something just about yesterday. I was like, I don't want to drink, but I want to get fucked up. That's hilarious. So. Wait, when you're at the done, when you're at, when you're done with those, when you're done with forty-seven crackers. What do you do? Do you just masturbate and go to sleep? <laughs> I thought I was having a heart attack on the last one. 
I don't fucking doubt that either. Jesus Christ. Like, you're already having these breathing problems and all this other, like, heart-related issues, you know what I mean? You don't think they're fucking... <laughs> Women's would be the worst thing you do. <laughs> I just like after forty seven, I just like crawled into bed fully dressed. <laughs> it cut your laugh off. It's doing that noise volume thing. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I crawled into bed fully dressed, and I was like, "Hopefully, I can sleep it off." It's like you know when you've like been doing way too much blow, that terrible feeling the next day, like into the night, when you're like going to bed at like eleven in the morning and you feel awful. You feel like you have that sweat you can't wipe off of you. Yeah, that's how I felt after this, after forty-seven of those. It's pretty gross, man. I'm probably gonna throw the cracker away because I don't feel good even now. Sure. You're like, I just want another one, it's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jonesing. <laughs> this beer will make oh, me feel man. better. Yeah. I have a freezer burn on my lip because uh, I guess it pierced it weird and it like sent a bunch of cold air back through here and I was already on another one. And so Sucking I was, the Iceman's cock. I was trying to get it and I was like, I, was like, I don't want to waste one. So I was trying to do it, but it was shooting the frozen shit out and it ice burned my lip. Jesus, see that's that's fucking like drug addict problems right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, look, man, if Steve-O can recover, I can recover. Oh, I ain't worried about it. That's nothing big. That's just fucking funny as shit. It's just crackhead <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's about eleven hours of something I missed. Uh, <laughs> but you couldn't find your glasses when you woke up. No, my theory is I went outside and dropped them outside. And my friend left a pack of cigarettes here, and I don't even smoke, but I was so drunk I probably smoked a cigarette. And I probably went out there, and they probably fell off my face. Because, like, a week before, I got I blacked out, and I tried to fight a homeless guy out front of my apartment. <laughs> and uh, so I'm assuming that that someone took him. Cause I looked probably the homeless guy. He's like, he was like, fuck this guy. Taking his glasses. These are totally my glasses now. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a pair of shitty old broken glasses that I wear to drive at night. And other than that, I'm just walking blind through life, brother. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? Sometimes yeah. life's a little prettier when you can't see it all. through super, super clear. It's been nice. It's been a pleasant excuse for not doing things. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't drive at night without my glasses. Or like, oh, I can't do this without my glasses. So I'm like, all right. You know? scapegoat for everything yeah it's been pretty sick but i did have to spend three hundred dollars on a new pair of glasses so yeah that's not good yeah they're real gold really yeah thanks i'm ignorant dude well my my my, my kick wasn't so bad i uh, i got i went bike riding yesterday and fell off on my ass like pretty hard on i was trying to 180 and then like flew off backwards and my ass fell on a curb you know what I mean? And so it hurts to sit. <laughs> you all bruised up? No, nah, no, nah, not bad. It's it's pretty, pretty uh, mild, honestly. It's just enough to where I'm like, oh, damn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I hadn't been riding like super, super hard lately, too. So I feel like the injuries are a little more, uh, they're a little worse whenever you're not as into it. You know what I mean? Like whenever you're not always, always, always riding. So... Yeah, I'm an old man, so I'm over 40 now. I can complain about my body hurting. Hell yeah, you earned that strap, dude. 
But then, like, the other thing, too, I guess, like, another, the thing that I would say, like, because that's, like, you know, something that just kind of sucks. But the thing that, like, probably got under my skin the most or the thing that's, like, upsetting me the most is, like, that fucking face twitch is still, like, persistently coming back and fucking with me sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like, I had, like, over the summer, it was pretty much gone, and I wasn't, like, fucking thinking about it. It was not an issue. You know what I mean? I think when I think about it, it's worse. You know? But uh, this week, this week's been real fucking bad. And it's just like, I can feel my like anxiety like starting to rail up. And then my fucking face, that one side starts twitching while I'm fucking getting all mad. You know what I mean? I still don't think I've seen you do it. I, you know, I, I don't know how much of it's real and some of it's just in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but I really, but I, de- I definitely can feel like some kind of like muscle spasm thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and it's also, it's really weird, too, because I feel like that what, what sometimes what works is I'll just kind of, like, try to really, really pay attention to the moment and pay attention to, like, what's happening. Whether I'm usually, like, thinking of shit that has nothing to do with what's going on when it's happening, too. You no, know it's what just I mean? a clapping monkey in your head, dude. Yeah, yeah. well, it's with, with, like, fucking daggers instead of symbols, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> He's just stabbing <laughs> himself in the wrist. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, usually there's something in my mind that's aggravating me that's not what's actually happening in front of me. So whenever I try to, like, focus on just, like, you know, the small nuances of what's happening in life, it'll kind of go away. But I think that I've kind of, like, hyper-used that. And now I, like, I'm trying to to think, trying to think, trying to think, think of that so much. That's starting to fucking give me anxiety and make me do the same fucking shit. <laughs> the fucking oh. existential clapping monkey of doom is just on overdrive, dude. It, it, it's, it's literally like that, yes. <laughs> I can't get away from it, you know? But Fuck. It's not bad, you know what I'm saying? It's just enough to, like, kind of get under my skin a bit, you know what I mean? It yeah. Make, I think it, like, psychologically makes me second-guess myself because I'm just like, is, is there something wrong with me, you know? <laughs> I completely understand. That's how I've been for the last, like, fucking, like, three or four months with this shit. Now that all my tests are coming back normal, I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I actually thought about that today whenever I was, like, thinking about what it may or may actually not be. I'm like, I, I know, I'm pretty sure that it's just, like, one of those things where because you're, like, worried about it especially – it makes it that much more in front of your face. You know what I mean? Like, like what my doctor was talking about was like, they're like, it's a very like with anxiety and things. It's like, okay, can I not breathe because I have anxiety or do I have anxiety because I can't breathe? What came first, right. the chicken or the egg? Yeah, for sure. Right. It's, yeah. Like this fucking loop. And it's like, okay, is my face twitching because I'm anxious or, or am I anxious because my face is twitching? Like, and at that one point, like eventually, it doesn't matter anymore because they're just feeding off each other. You know what I'm so saying? Fucked, yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, I completely understand how that fucking whole cycle feels. It sucks. But I feel like that this, like this facial twitch, uh, is milder than the initial facial twitch that was bothering me as of last year or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's it's less, at least, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, for real. At least it's... That's all, like, my shit with... I'm like, okay, like, I'm not getting better. I think I'm just, like, learning how to live with it, whatever's going on. But I'm like... Yeah, that's what I'm kind of just trying to accept it, you know what I mean? Let it be. be. 
Let it be, let it be. Let my face <laughs> twitch and let it be. <laughs> Twitching face of wisdom. Let it be. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess that kind of works in, into like what we're going to talk about is I want to just talk about like how to kind of recognize when you're at a place where you're like um, ready to change, ready to change. You're outgrowing some of the people around you. You're, um, you're ready to do better. You're ready to progress. And um, you know, when you kind of become disillusioned with a lot of the things that you've been buying into for a long time, you know? So yeah, definitely. I think, well, I think that that's a, that part of change is the biggest part of growth. You know what I mean? Is whenever you're able to, to recognize that you were something, you are something else now, and now you need to like completely change every aspect about your life to recognize the new person you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. After you, after you change, after you rise up and you change yourself, you kind of have to like, you know, you do that mentally, but you literally have to physically do it too now. You know what I mean? You have to put your, you have to physically put yourself in a different place. You have to remove yourself from certain situations. You have to put yourself in other situations, other, you know, put yourself in places where you're going to have more opportunities or less opportunities to do bad and more opportunities to do good. You know, you know, don't surround yourself with the, the same people or, you know, I'm so sick of worrying about like fucking certain things and certain people and fucking like how my, I'm in standing with these people or whatever. And it's just like, uh, you know, it's not fucking high school, so, like, life shouldn't be all political and clicky and weird and fucked up. But, you know, sometimes you get yourself into these situations or these scenes or whatever, and it kind of is that way. And uh, I think I'm about ready just to fucking pack up and move along and fucking, uh, you know. I, I have you and a couple other friends that uh, really marched to the beat of their own drum and started businesses and, you know, are relatively successful business owners and doing other stuff and not just, you know, going to the same party every fucking, you know, every week for, you know, the next seven years of their fucking life with the same four friends, you know, I don't really want to be doing that. So I'm about ready to, uh, evolve as a man. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, I feel like that, uh, the recognizing it is like the first thing, you know what I'm saying? That's what, when you, when you start seeing that happen, that's when those changes start like manifesting, you know what I mean? So it's a good thing. And uh, it's kind of cool too, because similar to what we were talking about last week, of like every cause is an effect or every effect is a cause and back and forth or whatever, you know, and you want to change these things in your life, you're going to have new, um, new effects come from those like new causes. You know what I mean? You deciding that like, well, I'm going to go ahead and make these changes it allows your your brain, allows your uh, opportunities, allows everything around you to kind of produce uh, new, better opportunities for you than the ones that were so, like, closed in. You know, the ones that were so, like, kind of maybe even controlled or, you know what I mean, or, uh, you know, or negative or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I think so. I think it's definitely, like, you know, uh, I just – I've seen a lot of my homies – that came from like similar circumstances or whatever dudes in motorcycle clubs or other things that are like, have gotten a little bit older and moved away from it and just been like, yo, well, you're just going to like spend your time, like 
fucking trying to impress people that aren't really adding any real value to your life and nobody's adding any like you know you're not starting businesses with these people you're not fucking making money with these people you're not uh you know getting invested into some like like healthy hobbies or habits with these people you know so what the fuck are you like uh, you know, I find, I find a lot of like uh, a lot of like things that help people in certain ways also kind of can keep them down in order to be able to keep you, um, you know, as a part of the system rather than allowing you to grow and be bigger because that means you you do evolve, you do move on, you do move away. You know what I mean? But a lot of times when you're involved in like things that um, you know. Uh, they, they need they need you to stay there doing the same things that you have been doing. So they don't necessarily encourage, you know what I'm saying, in these situations, being able to change who you are and move on because then you're not no longer there doing what they need you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not, uh, you're not so easy to manipulate or to use or fucking, you know. Uh, yeah. You're not... It's not a, you know, you're not theirs to do with anymore. Like, you're going to be doing your own shit. And, you know, I think that if you're friends with somebody, you should fucking want to see them do better no matter what, uh, no matter what the circumstances. And so I, I just think it's, uh, LA is so hard to get by that if you want to make it, like, you got to have a job and a side hustle and they both got to produce. You know what I mean? Like, you got to fucking, like, really hit it here. And, uh, yeah, I think that that creates a lot of, weird egotistical shit and i think that it creates a lot of um competition competition and opportunist creates opportunists and not necessarily in a good way people that are always kind of like well what can i get out of this person you know i think it's like maybe like a culture that's created in like a busy city like that of like man you fucking uh, kill or be killed you know what i mean yeah and it's and then, and that's like well, part of those like circles like that. Like it's kind of like those things. Like every everybody is a cutthroat, and so that that means that we're. You know what I'm saying? When you're all thieves amongst thieves, you just know not to leave your shit around, and nobody will steal your shit. But that means also that you have an army of thieves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, I'm not talking about your whoever you're talking about either. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just that whole idea that like uh, the culture of, of toughness. You know what I'm saying? The culture of this is kind of like... It's a little cold-hearted. Uh, yeah, very, very much more cold-hearted. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like, hustle culture is the way I like to you know, put it. It's hustle culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no time for emotions for you. Nah, and you know, that's what like one of my homies has always told me like, hey, if you want to get paid, stay the fuck away from your emotions, bro. Like, and I just, I don't really operate, I don't really operate like that. You know what I mean? Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that, like you said, that maybe realizing that is a part of your own like personal evolution or whatever... Yeah. And like uh, being willing to uh, to walk away from something like that is um, cool too because it means that you're willing to stand on your own two feet, you know? Yeah, I just I don't think I need these defined circle of friends and this this scene and all these things like to still care about this scene and still care about uh, and I'm just I'm not talking about necessarily one specific thing I just you know whether it's like hardcore or like uh, you know punk rock out here or like uh, you know uh, just you know different different groups of friends I've made um, you know it's still it's just like a a lot of a lot of infighting and competition and shit and I just like I don't know I, I feel like why does it all fucking matter 
that yeah, that's a big part of it. And like, yo, like yeah. I, the way I look at things is like a win for the team is a win for like a win for one of us is a win for the team. And I feel like a lot of people, uh, people, you know, in this like the hustle barber culture and certain people in hardcore and shit, like a lot of people don't see it like that, even though they preach it like that. You know what I mean? I think that that's maybe like a lot of the culture of America right now too. Like uh, I've noticed that it's like a, a lot of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the virtues that used to be like, you know, people would say, oh, this is a good thing that you act this way or whatever. You're kind of made fun of a little bit for now. And it's kind of like some of the, the some of the negative things that, um, you are know, the cold heartedness or whatever, it, that those are the ones that are like actually like put forward as virtues. Like, yeah, you, sh- you should say fuck everyone and make all your money. You know what I mean? Like, that's definitely a hardcore virtue that's pushed down our throats right now. Yeah, like, be greedy like, and do this and do that. It's yeah, like that influencer yeah. shit. Like, and influencer and exactly. who, gives, who gives a fuck, like, who gives a fuck if you're original, if you're popular? You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck if you, like, uh, are actually cool as long as fucking you're making money and people like you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that, that whole culture is, like, we're, we're surrounded by it in all of our cultures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so even even like the shove genres like ours are fucking still fucking like influenced by it bad like yeah hardcore and tattooing and barbering and all that shit is all you know a lot of that is I think I think it's infiltrated every level of everything like that used to be something yeah, that I, I think was kind of re- I definitely see a lot in tattooing like it's gone from like there being like you know uh, whatever culture used to be surrounded with tattooing now is a very 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 money hungry culture and everybody is just like how much money can we make doing this? How how are we going to do this? How are we going to do what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a real, real competitive, like, uh, like nature of like, what do, what have you gotten from tattooing? You know what I mean? What can you get? What can you give me? What's, and I, I see it in barbering where there's like all these like barbers who are trying to be influencers that are like doing like motivational, like it's always some like fucking wigger dude doing some like crazy, like, you know, all I'm saying is that, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and they don't put they don't they don't they don't put bunk beds in a casket. All you have is you yourself and yourself. So work hard and do this and do that. And I'm just like, bro, shut the fuck up. You cut hair for a living, dog. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's so and like all the fools I go to school with look up to those kind of dudes. I'm like, I don't care about this barber with a hundred thousand followers. I don't care about cutting hair that much. It's a job. It's a job where I'm here to make my own schedule. I don't fucking, I'm not going to try to be a celebrity and be a barber. Well, at that point, you're not really a barber. You're a celebrity who has a niche of barbering, right? Yeah. It's just like, dude, I, I don't like, uh, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's cool. Like, this is going to sound super lame, but like, I don't think it's cool to be fucking mean to people, dude. Like, yeah, I agree with that. That's what, that's what I was talking about. Those virtues that like, or used to be something that was like a universally like normal as far as like, hey, this is good and that's bad. I've been kind of like swapped and like, you're like, yeah, now you're a fucking bitch if you were trying to be nice to people. It's like, ah, I ain't know that either. And I'll be the fucking first one to fucking let you know I'm going to be the way I want to be. Yeah. You know, the way that I choose to be. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck about your fucking cool guy attitude. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fucking hate that shit, dude. It's like life is a life is hard enough without being a fucking cocksucker all the time. So like, of course, like when I go through a fucking drive through, I'm gonna like say thank you to the person that gave me the fuck my fucking food. Like, you know, like imagine doing that for a fucking living, like, and then people just being a dick to you on top of it, and like, I don't know, I I saw like, 
I was hanging out with these chicks the other day and like my homie like brought me around these chicks and they were like the one of them was like all over me all fucking night and I was like yeah I'll probably fuck her at the end of the night whatever she's cute and like we were at like this dude's house and the dude was like really nice he was like you know a little annoying had like an acoustic guitar and was like you know playing like folk punk stuff on the acoustic guitar and like scaring the hose a little and I like I was in dude he's playing like days and days and shit and I was like cool whatever and the dude was I never met the dude in my life I was like it's nice as fuck for him to have us over here and like the girl that was trying to fuck me all night was so fucking rude to him that it just made me like it absolutely killed my boner towards her and I was like I'm not gonna fuck her good and she was like I even let like I went to go leave her house that night and she was like what you're just gonna leave I was like and then I don't remember what she said, but I like repeated back what she had said to the dude, like in like a rude fucking ass voice. And like she, yeah, I think she blocked me on everything, but. Hey, so you called her out for it? Yeah. I was like, like I think she was doing it to like impress me too. Like she thought it was right. going to impress me. Cause she was like, well, I'm 24. She was probably like 21, you know, and like kind of an impressionable, cute little blonde girl. And like, I think she thought it was going to impress me to be fucking rude to that dude. It literally just turned me completely off to her. You know, I don't think people understand how ugly they look whenever they act ugly like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like one of those things that, like, okay, you may have your hair did and your makeup done, you know what I'm saying? But you're still a fucking cunt. Yeah, dude. And you're still, like, and and I think it's pretty easy to see inside of people and see, like, the way that they act, man. I just, like, you're right, it does. It fucking turns you off, whether it be fucking, like... You know, some like pretty lady, or you know what I'm saying, like you said, some social celebrity. You know what I mean? You see people's actions sometimes, and you fucking, uh, you know, I guess that's what it is. It's like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to look like that, right? A hundred percent off rip. If I hang out with you and you go to a rest, we go to a restaurant or a bar, and you're fucking rude to a server or a bartender, I'm not hanging out with you again. Oh yeah, like fuck that, dude. Life sucks. Like, don't be such a fucking cocksucker all the time, dude. That's just, yeah. I don't know. It's, it shows, I think it speaks volumes to somebody's character, how they uh, treat people like in the service industry or, or retail or whatever, you know? Yeah. You know? I think that, uh, I think that with, with, with that, you have people at a disadvantage because they are, like you said, they're serving you. They have to. That's their job is to do that. And so it's like the, it's probably the easiest thing in the world to be fucking rude to a server. To someone who because- has to be nice to you. Yeah, exactly. Their their job is to be nice to you. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, they're like, yes, sir. I will fucking get you more ice. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they that's what they're doing. They, you know what I mean? It's not like they're fucking. They're trying to make you happy because they like you. You know what I mean? No, strippers don't like you, dude. <laughs> uh, some of them like me. So but. is it okay to be mean to strippers? If they're ugly, like not <laughs> not I didn't, that came out wrong. If they're ugly, like inside. <laughs> Can their vaginas? Like, if they have ugly inside of vaginas? If they got little squid pussies, dude? No, like, if they're they're cunty, you can be mean to a stripper. Yeah, I agree with that. It's pretty easy to see those, too. I I like sweet strippers. Yeah, I do, too. I married a sweet stripper, dude. Strippers with a heart of gold. Yeah, I I love them, man. I think we talk about it every episode, but I have a huge... vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fuck it's so tight <laughs> well like not them apparently but no no very not tight <laughs> not even the b-hole oh man i banged this chick the other day uh i filmed porn with this chick 
And uh, she was hot, face tattoos and everything, but uh, very dark butthole. Oh. Yeah. Like a noticeably, like, big, dark butthole? Like, it was not is, is pink. It, it was, like, purpley brown. Was it, was it from trauma, you think? It looked like a little bit of a scar tissue-y, stretch marky, purple-brown color. <laughs> <laughs> and I told my homie the other day, like, my homie was staying in the same hotel room. He was on the other bed, but, like, he laughed when we in that chick film porn. And he, like, she hung out for a minute. She was cool. And he was like, she seemed pretty cool. I was like, yeah. She had a really dark butthole. He's like, oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. That fool whose drawings I was showing you. Oh, that's so fucking funny. It's like the last thing I would have fucking thought. You know what I mean? He was like, oh, I love that. But he was like dead serious. <laughs> you know what's weird? You never, you never know what people like. You know what I mean? I was listening to something about that too, about the difference between like um, – Whenever you're like trying to understand like uh, relationships, you have I words and you have uh, is words. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel this and I feel that, and like this is this and this is that. Like so, I would say uh, it is gross for a girl to have a dark bullet hole. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm Where, not whereas into somebody it. else would say it is nice. You know what I'm saying? And so that it's like the the, the it goes to his taste. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's it's all and, perception, you know. Like, I'm well, trying to. So 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 like, she has a butthole. That is a fact. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the butthole is dark. That is a fact. Whether the butthole is good or bad is taste. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a matter of opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to like, you, what, what you have to do is you have to figure out what part is the fact, what part is the uh, the actual like subject to this is that. The butthole is the subject. You know what I'm saying? That is like it is what it is. It's a dark butthole. You know what I mean? Your your relativity to it is the importance of knowing. Like I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But you might. It doesn't mean that dark buttholes are bad because you might like them. You know what I mean? I shouldn't just assume that dark buttholes are bad, you know? Like <laughs> some people like big old nips, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like fucking the 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 wider the better on the areola, right? I had someone tell me that they that's not the areola that they like. They like the thick nipple. Oh, when it's like a fucking like, like big a old pacifier. Fat of, yeah, big old fat sausage in there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this chick that I fucking I fucked one time, and she had nipples that. They look like literally like somebody took a Vienna sausage and just stuck them on outside. I was like, how do they stick out so far? You know Her milk I mean? ducts like, are like the size of M&M's. Oh, do you remember? You, what did it, you, like you said, the pat, you know those, those baby bottles? I guess it's supposed to be the more natural nipple. And yeah, they yeah. had the big, fat, round, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On it. You know what I'm talking about? It was like that, but with the fucking extension on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's so like, nice. I, I was into it. Like I said, like at first, I was, at first I was surprised. I was just like, "Whoa!" You know what I mean? This is like oddly different. But then it's like I can put these in my mouth without even like having. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like from over here, I can put them in my mouth. <laughs> so sick. Yeah. So yeah, you know. From over here, I can put. <laughs> it just looked like a twelve-year-old Filipino kid's dick. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> oh Jesus, fuck! But you know, it's evolving. Yeah, that's like um... a. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is uh, like a a pretty clear sign that it's time to like uh, evolve on? You know, I when, just when you start when you start feeling it and thinking it and saying it. You know what I mean? If you're if you're feeling it, thinking it, and saying it, then it's definitely something that's like very active in your mind. You know, like um, things things that arise like subtly, like subconsciously, are things you're becoming aware of. You know what I mean? When you're like, well, that's odd. That's the third time I've thought that. You know what I mean? Or like you're like you're like, oh man, this word keeps standing out to me, or this idea keeps standing out. Those are subconscious things. Those are like things that are like that you are kind of like making a rise to your own mind. What you're talking about, whenever you start saying it, doing it and feeling it and thinking it, that's you deciding to do it. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's it happening in action. You know what I mean? That's the process already fucking the balls already rolling on that. Yeah. 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 You're, you're just becoming, you're just becoming aware of it happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it was, I've been listening to this other like thing where it's like talking about like, uh, so you have like uh, these ideas of like growing up and like uh, waking up or whatever. You know what I mean? And there's different like levels of that depending on who you are. You know what I mean? But uh, but being on the best part of your ability to be that, like to be on your highest level, is evolution and action. You know what I mean? Like not not just like evolution for like a personal level but on a human level, you know what I mean? Like you being the best, like person, like you trying to like rise to the top of your level, you know what I mean? Whatever that may be, you may be fucking like, you know, not, not something spectacular mentally, uh, like, you know, as far as like what you're trying to conceptualize, but you being on the top of your level is evolution and action. And that's like, that's how we all like progress as a society or as a, as a race, I guess. Is like by by one of us at a time getting a little 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 bit better every time. You know what I mean? And then collectively that creates evolution. Well, fuck. So you what you're talking about is literally evolution, not just like an evolution of self, but an evolution of species. Just you know your your own little your own little tiny window of it. My own contribution. Yeah. Or 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 the other way of it you can devolve too you know what i mean like the book was talking about that there's that is a uh it's basically like like anytime you tear down social structures as a part of that sometimes that's healthy too you know what i mean like it's so you have things that you want to devolve and then things that you want to evolve you know what i mean like i want to become a better cook so i want to evolve my cooking skills you know what i mean i want to um not smoke so i devolve my smoking habits you know what I'm saying? Hmm. And but but all of it is like a, a some sort of like method of progress or sort of I guess I don't know. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Who knows? Who fucking knows? No, that was but, super interesting. Like, but all, all, no matter what, no matter what, it all changes the like the course of humanity in some way. You know what I mean? I think that people take that for granted too. Is that in some way we are still like changing the course of humanity with every action we do. You know what I mean? Because it's so easy to just see it as a fucking mindless sea of fucking actions of nothingness, you know? Hold on, uh, 
whole lot of monkey see, monkey do, oh, fucking go what? through. <laughs> Sorry, let me take this dick out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> a whole lot of monkey see, monkey do, and just going through the fucking goddamn motions and just trying to get by and being cogs in the machine of this whole fucking way the society's been laid out for us, dude. It like went from like slavery to serfdom for to fucking peasantry into like the working class or whatever, right? And uh, and nothing changed. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Everybody's still working their ass off all the time. Dude, the eight-hour work day is still – that's a third of your day. So that you spend – that, that was like probably the – that was probably the most successful like institution of slavery that ever happened. They got everybody to be like, well, I can still watch two hours of TV at night. So it's okay. Right. But now that's the standard. Now, now – you know what's crazy is now that's the standard for our kids. That's, I think I've talked about it before, like how I hate – how much my kids are in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like that, 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 that idea that you're talking about is being like bred into people, like literally, um, every fucking day to make them like conditioned to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. And it's, but, it's literally just like training you to go into the workforce and like work your life away to make somebody else rich. Yeah. And to not, and to not fucking care about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's wild. I, um, I, I, but, if you, but if you do care about yourself, you can, like, choose to, like, self-evolve, you know what I mean? Which is kind of like what you're talking about doing. You know, you choose to make your own decisions and yeah. not have to fucking do the actions of others, you know? Yeah, 100%. I think that was a big part of the reason why, like, I ended up, like, tattooing my face when I came back from the Middle East. It was just me going, like, fuck this. I'm going to live my life on my own terms, and I'm going to take myself away from so much of the eligible job market and shit and just say like fuck it no one's gonna tell me what to do for the rest of my life yeah i think, I think it's a decision you make it's like a, it's a little bit liberating because you're like i i am this forever you know what i mean yeah it definitely whether consciously or subconsciously for people is uh you know throwing a fucking flag in the ground and just like showing where the fuck you stand and like as far as uh, you're standing in society and what you think about, you know, the norm and fucking, you know, I don't want to uh, remember we were trying to come up with names for the podcast like a year and a half ago when we first started this. And I was like, man, I, I was like, well, we call it against the grain. And I was like, that's cool. That's cool. We were thinking about it. And then I like looked it up and there's like a podcast about woodworking and a podcast about rice growing called against the grain already. <laughs> Like, this is too specific. <laughs> <laughs> Against the grain for anybody that wants to grow their own rice from their backyard. It was one of the by the balls too, right? Like a uh, fucking. I don't remember. Wasn't it? Like it was like gay talk or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what this is. Never mind. <laughs> that, that was this show. <laughs> like oh wait no that's just us <laughs> that's so fucking funny but i mean yeah i think it's uh i like you know i love it here and there's certain things i love about being here i just i i think that uh i don't know i think for my own personal evolution like i i need to take a step away and um you know maybe not be so caught up in the 
the bullshitting and the politicking of the hardcore scene and fucking, you know, all the crazy barbering shit out here. And I think I just need to, you know, I've been like kind of slowly removing myself from a lot of situations and just hanging out with my friends that are a little older, that are like late 30s, early 40s, that have businesses, that are making money, that aren't going out and partying all the fucking time. And, you know, um, I, you know, like... I talked to my homie last night about it, you know, he's, him and his wife are multimillionaires, um, and they were like, I was talking about, he was like, dude, you need to fucking step the fuck, he's, you know, he's, a you know, been involved in all sorts of crazy shit his whole life, and he fucking stepped away, and he's like, dude, you need to step away and do what's best for you, and like, he's like, you need to fucking start a business, and fucking, you know, make those people your family, and the people that want to fucking grow with you, and fucking, like, see you succeed, and, like, how many of your homies that you share their fucking bands, or share this, or share with that, or whatever, he's like, how many of those people do you see sharing shit about your podcast ever, and I was like, honestly, none of those fools, and I share everybody's fucking small businesses and shit, and so I was like, well, you know, and he was like, I was like, I really want to take the podcast more seriously, I just think that the only way to, uh, for us to, branch up to the next level is by doing them more consistently in in person and then doing the video with them in person and taking it to that next level and he was like well what do you want to do about it and I was like I don't know if I should move back to Texas or if I should do whatever and he was like well for the time being get a southwest credit card register your fucking podcast as a DBA and fucking fly out there and at the end of the year use them as tax write-offs yeah write it off and I was like, fuck. And he was like, I don't know why the fuck you haven't already done it. And I was like, because I'm fucking 24. I don't know shit like that. Like, <laughs> but he was like, well, yeah. The more you do it, the more you start to like understand what you need to do. Yeah. It was something I was, something I was thinking of was like, one of the most unattractive things about evolution, like the thing that is like nobody likes about it, is it's fucking hard. It's really you know hard. Saying? It's real. It's, it's, it's like you're saying, like, I'm going to take this easy thing and stop doing it and do something way fucking harder. And it's lonely. And I, yeah, exactly. You have to train yourself a whole new way. You have to, like, figure out a whole new way to act. You have to figure out a whole new way to be. You know what I mean? You got to fucking, like, make new friends, do whatever fucking things you need to do, move your life, do whatever. You literally, you know what I'm saying? You, you're, you're fucking, like... You're just taking your life and turning it upside down almost. You know what I'm saying? Completely, yeah. And so, like, that's probably one of the reasons that uh, most people choose not to do it. Yeah. What I mean? It's because it's like, it is. It's incredibly hard. Super so lonely. That, yeah, it, and especially from the, uh, the the scene of, like, where you're like, ah, I'm actually fine. Like, it's easy to bitch about it until you're like, until you do something about it, and you're like, no, nah, I think I'm good where I'm at, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I keep joking every time I hang out with any of my homies in hardcore. I'm like, I'm going to drop out of hardcore. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm going to drop out of hardcore and be a folk singer. Just watch. I keep just telling people that. <laughs> no, dude, no, no. You're, I told you. You know what the answer is. Rockabilly. No. Yes, dude. If you're going to do this, if you want it to be official, if you're like, you're like, I'm done with hardcore, I'm going to move on with my next stage of my life. Just get into rockabilly, bro. I'm you already know, a barber, you, dude. Fuck, that's such an easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just you just got to change your haircut now. You know what I'm saying? And and get really <laughs> into classic cars. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Get your hands a little greasy. You know what I mean? Fucking. Oh man, no. Start, start getting fatter girlfriends. <laughs> 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 the funniest thing I ever heard of. 
start getting fatter girlfriends. I was literally, that made me laugh so hard because I was about to say like, oh man, no hot 23-year-old blonde chick wants to fuck the dude with the fucking quaff. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's definitely an age, an age group for that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, I don't like chicks with bangs yet. <laughs> you don't like to bang chicks? No, man. I like to see homos naked. <laughs> Fuck. Yo, have you seen this hat? Did I show you this hat I have? <laughs> no, I have not seen it. World's most wanted wiener. <laughs> the wiener schnitzel logo on a trucker hat. On like the most ignorant looking trucker hat, too. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, dude. That's super good. It was 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a must. That's What'd you buy it at? It was, at Wiener Schnitzel. No shit, that's awesome. They were selling them in the drive-thru. They had that one, and then they have a pink and white one that says, uh, I heart wieners on it. <laughs> I was going to get both, but I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, shit's tight. That's where whenever you find your fucking... Uh, like fat 28, rockabilly. Your 28 year old fucking 250 pound rockabilly chick. <laughs> <laughs> That's so tight. 5'2 two and 250. <laughs> hey, she ain't 280, she ain't a lady. You know what I'm saying, brother? <laughs> Fuck. 5'2 five, two and 250. That's fucked. <laughs> Oh man, this show's gonna double get in some trouble. Double wide, they call her double wide because <laughs> she's wide and so is her pussy. <laughs> she's like, it's not my like, setup. I think he's got two entrances. <laughs> <laughs> so she's so fat. Two guys could have sex with her at the same time and never meet. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man, uh, I guess that should fucking run us right back into like the uh, ye old ye old lick. Bollocks! Everybody knows that uh, them big girls do the best ball licking. Fuck yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, that uh, that friend of ours. Like all I'm saying is those girls suck the best dick. You know, oh. I'm not gonna call them out, but. Our young uh, so friend. Like, I'm not gonna call out my name, but I'm talking. About, are, are you talking about my nephew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, all I know is that girls that love that are obsessed <laughs> with Harry Potter give the best head. <laughs> girls with Harry Potter give the best head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, and he was like he's six not different. Lying, though, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm that's that's the whole like generation like under me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I never really fucked a bunch of girls who were into Harry Potter because that was. You know, I'm just just younger, you know what I mean? And it's uh, it's just I, the the good part or the funny part is that he said it about like six different types of girls. Where he's like, I don't know, but I know those girls get the best kind of head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, you've gotten head like once. Chill. <laughs> uh, uh, all I know is that dudes that say shit about girls giving the best head give the best head. That's it. <laughs> That's it from experience. You know, you didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, she gave me some real good pointers one time. <laughs> <laughs> so tight. Uh, 
Jeez, you really look like a fucking girl with that long blonde hair of yours. All I know is that dudes that look like chicks with mustaches with long blonde hair give the best head. That mustache tickle, you know what I mean? <laughs> what you gonna do with that dick tickler, boy? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oh, I don't know if my head hurts from laughing so hard or from that whip it. <laughs> like it's been hurting the whole time? Yeah. You like that wah, that wah, wah, wah noise never went away. <laughs> I'm just stuck like that? Yeah. Oh, I'd kill myself. The most people hear like the ringing in their ears. I have tinnitus already. I just I have tinnitus and the womp womps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just perma whipping it out. If you dream it, it can be true. Give me another forty eight, and I'll do it. I'm forty eight whippets away from being retarded. Oh man, probably. I feel like for some reason you'd probably be able to do an obnoxiously large amount more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like you probably like hit easily, easily, easily hit the hundreds before it's like it's not a problem. Well, so I listened to this really long podcast about the history of nitrous oxide one time. It was like an hour just talking about the history of nitrous oxide, and it was uh. So it turns out, other than killing your brain cells, it's not that bad for you. Like it's not bad for your body. Like there's no residual hangover of any chemicals that stay in your bloodstream when you inhale it and then you exhale it you metabolize it through your blood that fast to where once you exhale it all the excess of it is already gone through your blood so that's why you don't have you don't have a hangover from it right yeah that's what i was gonna say is that there's no hangover because there's no residual shit hanging out in your body right Um, but the catch-22 is you do kill the fuck out of brain cells because yeah, just, you're denying brain cells your, just going pop, 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 pop. Yeah, you're literally denying your brain oxygen. I just did one of those right now. Normally I do two and hold it as long as I can. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. That's why I thought there were people in my apartment the other night. And I made this girl stay on FaceTime with me while I was doing them because in case I had a seizure. <laughs> That's like, like an emotional support thing. Yeah. Like we it's like it's like uh, I'm about to fucking take all this heroin. Will you call the cops if I die? <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, I made her like, hang out if, with if me. I, if I start if I start shaking, just drive me to the emergency room and throw me on the fucking floor. I like texted her my address and shit and was like, hey, if I fucking have a seizure, call an ambulance to this address because I want to try three at once. And she was like, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I do want to go on record saying on this podcast is that women are Beep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm that hard R again. Fuck. <laughs> it's a joke. Women are smart. Oh, man. Uh. So... Um, oh, licky, licky balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine go hand in hand. Uh, I've replaced almost everything uh, that got stolen from my shit getting broken into. So I can start cutting hair again soon. I just got to get a kit to put it all in. And then I need a mirror. But I can cut hair without a little handheld mirror for the time being. Um, and then also on top of that, uh, today was the second day I've taken Bowie into the barbershop. And he did not bark at people or freak people out or do any bad shit. And the owner wants me to bring him back with me all the time now. 
So. That's super cool. That's a fucking like a, that's a life changer, honestly. When you have a dog, when you have a dog, do you constantly have to make sure it's let out and everything like that? If you can take it to work, game changer for real because i was gonna get him a cat i don't even want a cat but i was gonna get a cat for my dog uh because i thought that's ridiculous i've never heard of that before i mean i'd be cool to have another little buddy if he was cool but i just wanted him to have a little friend to have at home while i was gone because he likes cats and shit and i think you buy cats for the dog yeah well he has no prey drive he likes cats and then i also figured that i would get another dog but it's too much work to get another dog for one person two dogs in an apartment sucks yeah 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 green green uh so i was like fuck it i'm gonna get him a cat then your house starts stinking if you have a cat you know what i mean my house already stinks dude look at me (laughs) (laughs) my house already smells like pussy (laughs) 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 that's so fucking funny uh, <laughs> but so then the owner was like fuck that he did good bro don't fucking because he's like if you get a cat now then the cat's just gonna be home alone and i was like right. fuck so he's like just bring him to the fucking shop so he fucking i came in today and he had like a dog bowl out for him and shit and like he's like we'll get a little dog bed for the corner and we'll fucking get an anchor like in the wall like so like a hook we'll put it i'll put it up this week so that we can just put him on the leash on the wall because he can't be off the leash because he's because the door stays open and he's a fucking wanderer. Uh, and he's not a runner, but like he wanders, he gets a little far. And if you start to the chase him, pushes boundaries, uh. and if you fucking chase him, he takes off running and he thinks it's a game, but we live by a, everywhere. We're in LA, dude. Like we're by a major boulevards everywhere we go. So he fucking scares the fuck out of me. Even at the dog beach, I can't let him off the leash. Will he chase you if you run away? I should try running away. That's what I usually do with the dogs. Like, whenever a dog runs away from me, I just run. I just, like, like, ah, come get me. And then you run away from it. And then it starts chasing you. Dude, my mom was watching him the other day. And she was like, I didn't know he couldn't be off the leash. And I was like, I fucking told you. But uh, she fucking let him out. And, like, he fucking started running. And I was like, thank God you didn't chase him. My mom was like, I'm not going to fucking chase anything. I don't run. And I was like, okay, that's fair. She's, I was like, what'd you do? And she's like, I walked over to the car door and opened the car door and just said, where are you going? And he fucking turned around and came back in the car. And I was like, fuck, thank God. I tell you, every time by the time I was dog sitting uh, on the island for the guy who owns the tattoo shop. No. It was, uh, he, he just like, I, I was guest spotting there. So he went with his family to Disneyland. He was like, you got these last three days, right? And I'm like, yeah, no worries. You go. He was like, so you take care of my dog? Sure, no problem. I'll go take care of your dog. Go over there twice a day. You know what I'm saying? Feed it. Spend some time with it. You know how dogs even go. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> it was like the second time I went over there and I had gotten like really drunk that night. You know what I mean? So I went back to my Airbnb and I was like, fuck, I was supposed to go take care of the dog tonight. I was like, I'll just go now. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm drunk, but it doesn't matter. I'm hanging out with a dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not a baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So I'm like, cool. So I go, I go into the fucking, I go, go to the house and it's raining really, really hard out there. And like, um, I can't find the leash. You know what I'm saying? And the dog is like, needs to go outside. You know what I mean? So I let it on the porch part and like let it do it like just do it. It's like, but it it wants to go. You know what I'm saying? It needs to go really, really, really bad. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, I'm like, I can't find the leash. I can't find the leash. 
fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna like let it out. I know where it pisses. I know what it needs to do. You know what I'm saying? And so I open the fucking gate. He goes right to the bush it pisses at, and it's staring at me the whole time, just like staring at me pissing. And it pisses for like three minutes, you know, because it fucking needed to go. And as soon as he fucking got done, he took off like he was gonna fucking run away from me. And I knew I had one chance. You know what I mean? I was like, I gotta be as assertive as I fucking can be. And I said, I said, Chico! Like, <laughs> like as mad as I could, like as, as mad and angry as I could say it. You know what I mean? But the dog stopped. I said, get in. And he fucking <laughs> ran, ran back inside. I was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking glad that worked. <laughs> I would have fucking never found that dog, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> that dog would have drowned in a tropical storm. Dude, and then there's like, and it's all like hills over there too. And that fuck, that dog knows they have that place. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that's that's his stomping grounds. They run all over the place. It was like fucking like one o'clock in the morning, pouring ass rain. You know what I'm saying? And I was drunk as shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I was drunk as shit. I was. I was so <laughs> glad he fucking ran back in, dude. Chico! Like, I remember like like how loud I yelled it. It's like, <laughs> God. Oh. Yeah, that's oh, another thing is about evolving. Not you, not you, but the other Landon. So Landon, if you ever hear that, sorry, I never told you about that. <laughs> but yeah, your dog didn't run away. I got him, and I took care of him real good the rest of the time. Oops. I found the leash. I found the leash. <laughs> it's cool. I fucking dog sat your dogs, and at one time, the last time I fucking did, I left, and then you guys came home. I saw him in the morning, and you guys got home that night, and his fucking face was swollen. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was all... I was like, what did you feed him? What did you do to my dog? I, what did, like, it, did he end up getting stung by a wasp or something? We don't know. We don't know what happened. I he assume was, yes, because it's not the first time he's gotten stung by a wasp. You know what I mean? So I dude, I just felt like, so bad because I felt I was like, fuck, like, what did I? Because like, plus that yeah. little fucker won't stay inside either. Like, so I was like, fuck. oh, yeah, because it was the little dog, right? Yeah, it was Percy. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I think what? we even yeah. talked about like on that was like I think when his that face happened. Was big too, dude. His face was bad. Like I think you guys were trying to figure out if it was a snake or a wasp or what. But I thought it was a snake. That's right. Uh, I think it was. I, I think it was a wasp. I I fucking. You know what's funny is I think that was my like. I think we talked about on that that on the very first episode of the podcast. I think that next week is when we started the podcast. No way. I'm pretty sure. I thought we were way farther in longer than that, but one, it's yeah. one through three. It's either it's somewhere between one, two, and three. Well, let's say if any of our um, uh, habitual listeners know out there, any can, of our seven habitual listeners, they can put in the comments below to let us know which one. <laughs> Fuck, that was. You know what? It's uh, looking back on like how we've been doing and like we're no matter what, even though we've taken these breaks and everything, it keeps getting better and keeps getting better. And I think I really, truly believe that this can be like something fucking special when we're in the same vicinity and are putting a, a good amount of real effort into it. And in the meantime, I, I'm, I'm I think we're still it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if it if it helps other people a little bit and it helps me what it if it keeps helping me like it does help me. So. You know what I mean? Because this this really, really does a lot for me. You know, a lot of the nights that we, like, get ready to do this podcast, I'm tired. And I'm like, ah, I just don't necessarily want to do this tonight. And I always, always, always walk away with it feeling better than I did. 
You know what I mean? Like feeling really, really good about myself. It's so. like for some reason, whenever I do the podcast, my face twitches less the next day. <laughs> for real. I had to twitch one time. It's supposed to be, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be so. <laughs> oh, shit. I guess it's, uh, what, you, you got to do your licks. I got still, my, yeah. my lick. Uh, yeah, throw it on me. Lay it on like, me. Like in, uh, so what, what, a guy that, like, I really, really respect, like, it's folk country, you know what I mean? It's, like, uh, really, really different type music, you know what I mean? But uh, he came to Temple, and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how, Where do you play, O'Brien? Huh? You, no, no, it's, it's good to, it was at the CAC. The, the culture act cultural activity center. I don't even know where the fuck that is. Yeah, it's CAC. I call it the CAC. <laughs> but yeah, it's the cultural activity center, and um, they said I couldn't believe he came to town. It's just it's really weird. That just not the venue or the town that I thought he would come to, and uh, it's small as shit. Like we were on the very, 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 very back back row. You know what I mean? There was not that many seats left when we picked him out. Like on the on the internet, and uh, dude, it's one of the best seats I've ever had in a concert. That's how fucking close I was. No shit. It's, it's not like it's not very. It's like a it's like an auditorium for plays and shit. You know what I mean? So it's, so it's still uh, yeah, super you're, you're intimate. Right on, yeah, you're it's you're right on top. You know what I mean? It, 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 it was super super cool. Uh, but I also like got to go with the homie on Barry. I think we've talked about him a couple of times on here. My the, uh, the Irish, the Irish guy who fucking did the the Jameson reveal. I love you know? Barry, dude. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. But uh, see, he's super, super into guitar. He's super, super into like uh, blues, folk, country ish stuff. Mostly blues. You know what I mean? I'm into like really like folky country guitar. You know what I mean? And so this is like the dude. The dude's name is Todd Snyder. If anybody's into it, you know what I mean? But um, Really fucking good. You've show, told me you know about him before. Like, I've just I'm gonna listen to him, but there's a there's an album called Agnostic Hymns and uh, something else. You know what I mean? Like it's a kind of a really long title, but look that one up. It's it's like from from the start to begin, like it's fucking. If you're not like kind of like intrigued by what he has to say, you're laughing your ass off about the cynicism and the or the sheer fucking assholeness of him. Agnostic kind of Hymns and licking rims. Yeah, yeah, for real, dude. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so that was like it was a not only did that like experience really really good, but it also like inspired me to play my guitar a lot more. I've been playing my guitar like multiple times a day, and uh, kind of like realized the dude said that like that uh, when he started playing, he was 15, and COVID was his first break. You know what I'm saying? He he said that he said like, this is this is my second tour. He's like fucking like almost fifty. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. And I don't know. How, I don't know how true. You know he's he's a good storyteller and a good like like you know uh, string winder. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I was thinking about. It, I was like that dude fucking has played his entire life. You know what I mean? He really really has. You know what I mean? And so uh, I was just like, man, that's the dedication. If I'm like interested in something, I need to have to like to do anything worthwhile you know what i mean so it's like kind of inspired me to play my guitar a lot more and just be more like active and focused in it not so like not so like playing for no reason but just more directed you know what i mean everything is like 
a little bit more purposeful. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So. I, I hit my homie up the other day about like what a good starter, affordable starter guitar was because I think I want to learn. Uh, yeah, you should. <clears throat> I, always, I always say that like having, like having a guitar around you consistently is going to be the thing that makes you any good. As long as you keep consistently picking it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm because, old to start, but... Yeah, how old are you right now? I turned 25 in like a week. Okay, well, uh, 10 years is going to fly by you. And if you have a guitar with you for that whole 10 years and you pick it up every day, you're going to be fucking real good in 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, all yeah. you got to do is buy it and pick it up. I just, I, I want to go back to writing music, but I don't want to rap anymore and i don't want to fucking like have to rely on four other dudes in a fucking band you know yeah i want to be that's able to- all, that, that was also like really cool with that show is like one man band like that fucking dude commanded the entire audience and that's impressive to see somebody do it so fucking well you know what i mean so you should get it you should get a guitar man you know what i mean yeah i'm getting well, you, know be, you know what would be better for you a ukulele <laughs> I can play like Riptide and like and like uh, some Neon Trees and stuff. A little bit of 21, some Twenty One Pilot songs too, man. Yeah, but <laughs> all my friends are heathens, don't you know? Bing, 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 bing. That's tight. Yeah, you know what? Fuck the guitar. I'm gonna play the real man's instrument. There you go. I'm a uke boy. I am getting a drum set. Uh, for Christmas, uh, my stepmom was like, we haven't got you shit for Christmas in like 10 years. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she was like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't fucking know, man. And they got my little sister an electric drum set last year and she's touched it twice. And that, right? I literally was like, I was like, uh, give me the fucking drum set. And she was like, well, you got to talk to Lily about it. And I was like, Lily, I'm taking your drum set. And she was like, okay. And so That's I'm awesome, getting dude. A, like I'm a $400 electric drum set for Christmas. <laughs> That's sick, dude. I'm super jealous of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll learn. I'll get good enough to where we can do something when I come back. As long as I can get good enough to play, like, punk rock, then none of it matters. That's all right. I I feel like the the kind of music that we're interested in doesn't have to be that good to play. (laughs) That's what I always say about, like, when I tell people I'm in, like, an oi band, I'm like, uh, like, you know what? You know what you call four talented musicians in an oi band? It's just rock. rock. It's just rock and roll. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said rock and roll. Yeah, dude, because like, oh, suck. Like, wow, you can go like. I feel like it. I know it's the best shit in the world. I don't want. I don't want to play anything else. Folk oi. Folk oi. Oh Jesus. That's a that's a thing that needs to be made. I'm pretty sure we can make that happen. It's just violent. Folk music. Just edit, edit that part out of this podcast so that nobody else steals it. <laughs> Copyright, trademark, Fakoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll be tight, dude. Word. Well, well fucking day, man. Yeah, it's a good episode. That went by pretty fucking fast. Well, it gives a lot to think about for the future, right? Yeah, you know, um, I think that if if you're already thinking about, like you said, if you're already thinking about evolving as a person and doing better and doing more then you're already on the right track and that's already a clear fucking cut sign that like it's what, I, what, I, what to... I like to think what i like to think is that we're always constantly evolving so if you can like uh become mindful of what it is you're thinking about and what it is 
your that is on your mind and what it is you're feeling, then you will become aware of your evolution. Yeah. Rather rather than just like realize that you're you're you, you that you're trying to evolve, realize that you are evolving, and that if the more mindful you become of yourself, the more um, uh, the more you will have a hand in your evolution rather than it just being like some sort of like weird, slow, gradual thing or some like uh, thing that's maybe like a riptide current pushed and pulled by who knows what, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that's a really good way to fucking sum that up to end this. Um, anything else you want to add? Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And uh, balls in. Balls out. Oi. Oi. Oi.